Ego Plus, Episode 1, Accountability, Black Lives Matter, Forever. Welcome everyone, this is the first episode of Ego Plus, the brand new podcast uh, by us at Circa, so I'm excited, it's been a minute, if you guys remember uh, Death Stare Radio and that whole era, uh, same people, you know, but different vision, um, are we really the same people though? <laughs> Wait, let me. I sounded, I sounded a little. I sounded a little higher. No. Are we really the same people, though? Uh, most of the same people. Um, Ramal, Kat, I mean, I'm, like internally. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so um, I mean internally. <laughs> internally, yes, yes. Same people. Uh, smarter, better, faster, stronger. Uh-huh. Uh, Siri, play Kanye don't West. Don't vote for him. <laughs> don't. No. Don't. Um, but yeah, really. Um, I we know you guys loved us. Uh, well, I hope you loved us. I mean, uh, at that's the radio, you no, know, doing podcasts, and that was a very like fun thing to do for the community. And so for a while now, these guys were telling me like we should do it again. And for a moment, I was hesitant because I was like, ah, but like you know I mean like it's already like we already did that, and I don't want to like go. But it's I just needed I needed to reframe my mind and be like, you know what? It's actually something fun for us to do and uh this isn't just gonna be um like you know a normal podcast where we will come in here and like bullshit like we used to um but we are gonna give it more of a like uh you know just a free uh a free form kind of way like because i well at least me personally i feel like uh you will on this podcast get like like exclusive content like let's say we feel like dropping a song on here it will be on here uh, if there's like any spoken word for some reason that needs to be on, basically we're gonna have different types of uh, forms of like art, I guess you get like vocal, anything that we could do with that on here. Um, so yeah, we're gonna really play with it. We're gonna have a lot more room to just play with the whole uh, idea. And as you guys, when as you guys are listening, you're gonna you're you're gonna see what I mean as we go forward. Uh, so that was my horrible intro. Um, right now, today I have with me, uh, a very nice and kind and genuine person here. <laughs> uh, and she's, she's a good friend of mine. We text like at 2 a.m. about like the most specific things <laughs> when it comes to like creating and stuff. And I count on her a lot. Uh, she's, uh, I'm pretty sure by now a very, at least locally a known photographer around here. Cause you know, I'd be hyping her up everywhere. Uh, <laughs> um, Anastasia Murphy. Hey, and then we have on my furthest right hand corner, uh, fellow Cuzzo <laughs> uh, podcaster Ramal. Hey, what's up, y'all? Call me Ramal if you don't want to and uh, obviously, we can't 
do any. It was important in my head. I was like, we can't do anything or put out anything without first having to have this conversation, which is you know um, everything that's been going on the past. I want to say like three, four ish months mm-hmm. um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and all the uh, give me like the police uh, brutality incidents and just all the sick shit that's just been happening. Period. And how we're at this pretty much almost like catalyst of like we're at we're pretty much at a peak, I feel like socially of like tolerating all the bullshit that we've been going through for like years now. And so, like I said, uh, this episode will pretty much be focusing on that because it's what needs to be uh, talked about. And just to let you guys know, we're not going to really talk about it in terms of a grand general aspect. Like we're not going to go too much into like you know, the politics of all that, we're going to, we found that it would be better if we spoke from our own personal experiences and what it meant to us. And I feel like, especially right now, this, uh, the cast we have for today's episode is a, is a good, like a very diverse group to talk about uh, different perspectives with the same uh, movement. So yeah, with all that out the way, uh, this is, this is a very, I don't know, this 2020 is really, I feel like, like, the end of the world. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Like, 2020 is very, I don't even know how to describe the energy of 2020. Like, some some months or, like, some moments, it's just like, damn, this is a really good year. But most of the time, it's just ass, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I refer to it as, like, the world's on fire, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it's just this feeling, and if feels so long like it just feel like it's dragging out because obviously um the pandemic is going on it was just honestly nothing has ever been right since kobe died like i mm-hmm. like like the energy just like been off yeah, and obviously set the tone for the year yeah it's the start of the shift of yeah like and obviously we're not saying like you mean like we're not yeah, yeah, yeah but like that's where like energetically it feels that way like things just progressively have gotten worse yeah and worse. Like, like and i feel like it's one of those instances where i feel like you know how like they say there's like 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 all these different alternate realities with like every little decision is mm-hmm. different i feel like we like we're down a stream and then slipped into like this reality <laughs> where like oh this shit is coming like this shit is like mm-hmm. drastically failing like yeah. this is the the system is just not functioning anymore mm-hmm. um and then obviously uh george floyd brianna taylor those mm-hmm. things and all, everyone else that has um suffered with the hands of you know like these uh racial injustices it it really just tipped it off and which I'm glad because I think it was like around like four or six years ago remember like it was it was almost the same kind of like energy uh when the Black Lives Matter first started around like four or five years ago I remember with um that summer it was like the summer of 2016 or around there where like you know the whole thing happened in Texas where like they were shooting cops and then all that stuff happened um yeah, so I'm surprised, like, you know what I mean? Like, we found the energy again, and this time I feel like we are, like, really pushing. Substantiate. Yeah, like, we're, we're, it's not dying down, and we're really, like, asking for, like, justice. Like, we're really not going to push off of this. We're not going to, like, oh, okay. We're not going to accept, like, little consolation prizes either. Like, mm-hmm. we, we want what needs to be had for our community. So, um, so I... For me, like since we're gonna talk about it personally, uh, like for me, this this is super important because I feel like 
I just for like I guess for like us like people who've grown in like diverse communities it's like a no-brainer like it's like yo like mm-hmm. why like it, it seems easy to us like yo why can't you just accept that person as who they are like why are you afraid of them mm-hmm. because of their skin uh, such and such and for us it's like a no-brainer but for like you know like people who who didn't uh, come up like us I guess um it doesn't uh, come off that way uh and I'm saying all that because like for me like especially growing up in the Bronx like diverse mostly Hispanic and black probably 50 50 split and you know I grew I grew up we grew up heavily around you know, I mean that culture like the black community mm-hmm. and to me it's it in like like I said I can't comprehend how someone could just feel a certain way about that to me like especially as kids we're like oh no we're just all kids bro like we're just all having fun and then but as you go get older obviously you start seeing the um these different like uh microaggressions and especially within the family and that's where, <laughs> that's where like for me I can ha- talk about them my like strongly about it's like the Hispanic community deal and dealing with like the Hispanic community versus this whole Black Lives Matter thing, it's 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 interesting because especially uh, me, I'm like half Dominican, half Nika. I live with my Dominican side, and for people who know about you know Latin culture and Dominicans, like we we have Afro Latinos very heavily in our culture. It's very it's very much influenced by you know mm-hmm. African culture, and but these are the same people who like I will look at them. They would they would be the same color as Ramal, and they'll be like, no, I'm not black, I'm Dominican. You mm-hmm. know I mean? And it's that type of like real deep brainwashing that gets to me. It's like no, like yes, like you are Dominican, be proud of that. But you also have to understand that you are also black as well. Like that could have easily been you. Like all these mm-hmm. things happening, they this could have been you. But it's just this, it's just this like denial, and I feel like this self deep embedded self hate that really like blocks them from seeing shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's and it's tough because like whatever, I'll go out to protest mm-hmm. and then I'll come back home and like let's say there's like a big family gathering and I just hear certain like family members talking about it a certain way and then it rubs me the wrong way like I just I and it, I can't stand to be in that same room cuz it's just like yo like what the fuck are you talking about like and a part of me is like thinking like yo they're already old like they they grew up with that mentality, like don't pay any mind to them. But at the same time, it's like yo, but still they're gonna teach my like cousins that, and that's how it continues. So it's just been a, a struggle with me, and it's like this like little hidden tension. I'm sure that other people have gone go, uh, gone through in their families. Mm-hmm. Like it's just this tension. Like okay, let's make sure not to talk about certain subjects, or else like this whole shit is gonna collapse uh, mm-hmm. on top of us. Yeah. <laughs> And I find it interesting how race is normally the subject that does. Yeah. That's the catalyst for so much. And that's what needs to change. Yeah. And I've definitely, like, I've had conversations because I have people who, like, I consider my family, like, my sisters who aren't black. And they're, like, they're trying to talk to their families. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're either Puerto Rican or Cuban or whatever. And, like, they'll talk to me. And they'll be, like, I don't know how to talk about it. And I'm, like that's tough because there's so many layers of why things are the way they are and like how colorism presents itself in different communities or like literally us being in a society that 
white supremacy and like just racism is so in the fabric of everything. Like not everybody realizes the way that it's internalized Mm -hmm. and the way that it presents itself. And it's hard to navigate. Yeah. But I feel like there's always a place to start. And like, I know I've personally been trying to share resources because I'm like, I haven't, I have had conversations, but I haven't had, (laughs) it's different. Yeah. And I feel like it's different in like Hispanic communities and like, the intricacies of that yeah it's just, yeah so i'm like whenever my friends do talk about it i'm like i'm sure that that is hard because i know like me having conversations with my family yeah. too i'm just like it's difficult mm. because people aren't used to talking about race yeah. or anything so it's like i don't know it's very intense energy when it does happen yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's just because like i have like my friends who will come up to me and they're like you know like, I just get so frustrated with the way my mom thinks, the way my grandma thinks, or the way my uncle thinks because of so-and-so, and I'm trying to talk to them, and they're like, oh, just letting you know that I'm trying to talk to them. I'm like, okay, I mean, I appreciate you trying to talk to them. I mean, and I understand, like, you're trying to be an ally, and, like, you're letting me know, but I can't really give you any tips on, like, hey, this is how you should confront it, because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I can only help you if you want to know more, but I can't, like, help you talk to the people, mm-hmm. because, I mean, some people just kind of have, like, a block up. They're like, this is what... My parent taught me, obviously, like, if you're thinking about, like, oh, okay, my parent taught me this. My kid is trying to teach me this. Yeah. There's a type of, like, who are you going to listen to? Yeah. This thing I've been ingrained with, like, my entire life or, like, my kid. And, like, that sucks that, like, that's the thought process, but. And people don't like being uncomfortable. They really don't. Like, it's kind of people shut down once they start getting too uncomfortable. And that's when you should really listen and try harder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I just... Yeah, it's, it's easier to make a joke about something or to, like, kind of downplay it than to, like, take it seriously and feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and I also, just in those conversations, just, like, never think that someone's too old to do better is uh, my thing where yeah. I'm, like, you... Whenever I have approached a conversation with someone, like, the only reason why I'm approaching you is because I believe that you have the capacity to learn and do better. Yeah. Learn and unlearn, because there's a lot of unlearning that needs to be done. Mostly. But, <laughs> but it's, like, me saying something to you, don't take it as an attack. That's yeah. me being, like, I feel like you can do better than what you're doing right now. Yeah. So can we try together? Like, can you yeah. listen a little bit? And I feel like they take it as an attack because they they know themselves that for all these years, they have gotten away with, like passing a certain way mm-hmm. and so once you bring it back up it's like no like like let's like once you go out there direct that, that identity for example like like i said like yo like look at your skin color like you're no different really from mm-hmm. these people going through this and i feel like that's when they really feel attacked because now they it's like like i said it's like this deep ingrained and it's i feel like it's a little bit more complex not more complex but it's, it's definitely complex for hispanics who are like give me like there's hispanic but they're also black, but you know, like they got like they're raised under their parents do like European standards where they have mm-hmm. to like iron their hair every day yeah. type of stuff. So I, yeah, I feel like that's why they get uh, hostile because we like it's it's something they have to like really tackle with their own identity and it completely changes. And rather than like actually taking the time to like you know what, let me actually like own up to this, they're like no, they just say mm-hmm. fuck it. Like, I'm going to just continue to believe what I believe. Because yeah. it's comfortable. Yeah. That's it. But what um conversations have you guys been having as far as, like, talking to people? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I'm sure the conversations are a little different across the spectrum. Because yeah. at least 
for me, like, I don't know if I will go first or last, but I know just like in an overview for me, it seems like the conversations that people have with me are not as like tense because it's either coming from a place of like understanding because I'm mm-hmm. talking to other black people yeah, or it's coming from a place of I want to like learn or I want to help you be yeah. from like non-black people. It's never been somebody like confronting me on my stances. And I feel like it's because I'm black kind of that like that oh, you're kind of. That like yeah. I'm kind of that like people aren't coming up to me and being like, no, Black Lives Matter yeah. is wrong because like it's kind of weird confronting yeah. somebody that's black and being like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Black Lives Matter yeah. is like wrong. It's like, yeah, they wouldn't even mm-hmm. try it. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying because and I've heard from like friends that aren't black like mm-hmm. that like they'll post something and like somebody will like literally come in their DMs and be like with facts For like, real. hey, For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I'm trying to see if that's on your, you guys' this thing because I know the perspective has got to be different. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, like you said, basically, like, when I uh, when I was, like, posting all the, the stuff, like, really heavily, um, yeah, I'll get DMs, and they, like, they'll immediately, that's why I don't understand, they'll immediately, like, politicize it when it's, like, you don't have to make this, like, obviously, it is a political, it's very yeah. woven into policy and all that, but, like, you don't have to make this, uh, like, a Republican democrat thing like why can't you just see it as like just a human thing like just but there uh because there were because I, I posted um when we were out there uh protesting the first time and then yeah. somebody was like oh like yeah they were out there looting you see this is why i don't like that da, 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 da. and i'm like uh i'm like yo bro why are you why are you first of all are you why are you just focusing on the looting first second of all what the media it was that day they showed like they said oh B- Bayside is in ruins when yeah. it really wasn't mm-hmm. it w- it wasn't much yes there was damage and yeah but it wasn't much and then they it was like they were trying to like attack me and try to say like I'm wrong for like supporting this cause because oh they saw some looting and yeah it's just it's it's just very like I said it gets politicized like immediately like and then I like I tell them like yo like this doesn't have to be our normal. Like we could change this, and then uh, I don't know what this person. They were just immediately said, "Oh, so so you're gonna vote uh, for Democrat, huh?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like I'm not even talking about like mm-hmm. what we voting for. I'm just letting you know, yeah. like we can. There there is a capability to change this, but uh, the person I was talking to was just more of like, um, they're like, oh no, like this is the way it is. Like they just have to like, they like as in black people, black people just have to like." behave better or just like not react to a cop a certain way and that's when i was like all right i'm just gonna check out i'm gonna just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know just, one decision yeah, is gonna affect like centuries of just like bullshit yeah. of course definitely yeah. it, it was it was and then yeah i mean with there was that with the the, the dms and there's a bunch of people that i just unfollowed like because yo there yeah. yo yeah I, I don't care if you think i'm reading too much into it but you posted your dog three times right three whole times like Three days straight. <laughs> I am taking that as like an outward, like, a, a, like, like, <laughs> like you are literally doing this, knowing that the world's on fire. It's like, oh look, yeah. like mm-hmm. obviously I'm saying dogs to like whatever simplify it, but like yeah, you yeah. are basically being blind to it. And I'm like, and then I see how you move it, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm just gonna unfollow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've done a lot of that, and also like, so my perspective for a lot of this, like I come from a mixed background. Um, my mom's white, my dad's black, and. With that comes half of my family not having to directly talk about things or feeling like they don't have to. And Mm -hmm. at the beginning of everything, I was like, felt very invisible because I felt like my world was so shaken and I was so deeply affected. Like I couldn't sleep. Like I had 
like I was chest pains, you know, like it was just all of the, it was physically affecting me and everybody's acting normal and it was driving me crazy. So I ended up like, I ended up having to have a conversation with like called a family meeting because I'm like, we're talking about this (laughs) because I was was, like losing it. I'm like, no, like silence right now is not an option. option, And like, it was once I had that conversation with the people that like raised me were the closest to me. Then I was like, okay, like I'm, I felt a little bit calmer after that. But before that, your girl was kind of like, if I saw someone posting something super ignorant or like just being super, like before they would even talk about the actual problem, they would go immediately to like condemning the looting or like this or that. And I'm like, first of all, you're speaking on things that you don't fully understand. You Mm. can't fully understand. Yeah. And you can learn more and you can learn why that this is something that happens, like whatever. But I'm like the way that you're going about this right now ain't cool. Yeah. And I would comment on it. Yeah. And doing that, I had a lot of, I did end up having good conversations and people being like, I want to learn more. I want to understand. Like I want to be an ally. And I actually got closer with some people through all of this mm-hmm. because yeah. they actually took more time to step out of their own experience and to grow. And then there were other people that it was like, block, block, block. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was Until that. It's a follow season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, like you're saying, like so, the people posting like your dog three times. Like <laughs> I know that there are people that I follow that I used to be close with or like even family members mm. and like literally not speaking on anything oh, like selfies, like, oh my God, I just got my makeup done. And I'm like, word like like that's yeah like you're really not gonna acknowledge anything and to this day Mm. some of them are will not acknowledge anything to do with race right now and i'm like our relationship's never gonna be the same yeah like you know and i also like would comment on people's stuff so Mm. like if i saw something super ignorant some of the people that Mm. i would respond to their stuff and i'm like if i'm responding that means that i think you have the ability to grow and do better and some of the like the people that i called i'm like not called out but like i not called out but called out yeah yeah. um (laughs) included my one of my elementary school teachers one of my best friend's parents one of like i did i don't care who you are (laughs) like i don't care who you are or who you were to me because right now like that don't matter like like i feel like everybody should be talking about things and if you're going to be negative right now like i'm gonna call it out just of like you're paying attention to the wrong things. Like yeah. you're prioritizing property over people's lives. Yeah. You're like, you know, like our priorities are not the same yeah. and you being able to freely access me. I don't like it. Yeah. Like you, you don't have access to me no more, but <laughs> yeah. also like, exactly. I need you to be aware of like what you're doing. You're, that's your privilege being shown. Like yeah. how you're choosing to go about this. Like it's not a you issue and yeah. all right, but I need you to recognize your privilege and recognize that like, it's not your place to speak on certain things right now. And the, right now, obviously, you need to learn. Yeah. And, like, literally, my I, a lot of the things I was sending to people, I know the people that I was approaching, like, one of my teachers or, like, someone's yeah. parent or whatever, one of them being, like, one of them was one of my mom's friends. Yeah. Oops. So, <laughs> so like, because that happens, I would screenshot whatever I wrote and send mm. it to my mother and just be, like, in case someone comes to you talking crazy about me, I <laughs> said it I with my it. chest. Yeah. I said it with my whole chest. I'll say it again if I need yeah. to. Like, I mean that. Mm. And my mom, of course, is, like, oh, I, need, I back you up right now. Like, yeah. that's my, my role right now is to be your support, and I and stand awesome. beside you on everything. Yeah. So I'm, like, all right. 
And she did definitely get like people DMing her and be like, mm. I don't appreciate your daughter's tone. And I'm like, oh. And then that's another <laughs> one. <laughs> like, you don't like my tone? When, like, yeah. no, no, no. Like, I really tone. don't care. Like, let me say it again more clearly. Like, yeah. whatever the case. Yeah. That's how you know there's not an argument. It's like, I don't like her tone. It's tone. like, I, I was literally talking I made about points. human lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was making a point, but you don't like how I said it. Like, Word, like tone. that's the issue. That's... But whatever. But I definitely, like, had very good experiences and people who have learned a lot and actually are, like, becoming allies. And Mm -hmm. we have conversations. And I appreciate where our relationship is now because it's not so taboo to talk about race because that is such a big part of my experience right now in 2020. Um, And then I have other people that it's, like, black, black. I had my conversation. I, like, once I said something and they... And you double down they, yeah. and they showed their ass and their responses. Like, I'm like, I'm it's good. Like <laughs> when I sent stuff to my mom, like I sent what I sent um the teacher initially, mm-hmm. and she was like, Oh no, like you spanked your teacher. Because I ended it with like, well, here's some summer reading. Yeah. We giving teachers assignments. But I'm like, for me, especially when it comes to like educators, like you're doing this you're teaching this to the next generation yeah. not yeah. just your kids other people's children yeah, yeah like ha, just from the stuff that you're posting I don't trust you to teach so black children black the, way, the yeah, same yeah, way that yeah, you're yeah. teaching white children you're like I don't you need to learn something because obviously your bias is coming out and I'm seeing it on social media but that bias is still in the, there in the classroom yeah. and that's why I was like here's some summer reading because like you need you, you need to do understand. something yeah and then I, I had a completely opposite um, interaction with another person who is a teacher. She wasn't my teacher, but she is yeah, a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just like, at first I was posting a lot and I'm like, I want people to start talking and have conversations. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you started conversations in our household that we would have never had and I appreciate it, like mm-hmm. basically. And I'm like, that meant a lot to me because yeah, yeah. I'm like, who's listening to me? Yeah. So seeing that is like reassuring. And then I ended up getting a DM from her like a couple weeks later being like, I already started like, adding um like equality and just like history stuff like to my lesson plan yeah. so then we can address this in the classroom too and i'm like thank you and that's how and that's like how you know like i'm like that's what i'm talking yeah. about where like it's important yeah. to have conversations because it can make a difference beyond just that conversation yeah. so i don't know i've had very good experiences and experiences where i was left like what did they just say to me yeah so it's been an interesting one and yeah. Sounds yeah. interesting, man. I mean, for me, it's just been more conversations as far as um, kind of just seeing that like the black experience is like pretty like universal. I mean, of course, like different cultures, different races have things mm-hmm. in common, but yeah. it's kind of crazy seeing like the discrepancy from um from like people that are from more diverse places and people that are not from more diverse places, mm-hmm. and kind of discrepancy between like the black community and their experiences and just like people understanding those experiences because. I mean, I'm from Georgia, so it's kind of like when people are like, oh, like I've never experienced racism. I'm like, never? Yeah. At all? Like, yeah. I got called the N-word before I even like knew what, understood what it meant. I'm just like, what is mm-hmm. going on? Because I remember like I was in the mall in Georgia. I was a kid. Like, I couldn't have been more than like seven, eight. And so I was like playing in the store in like, like a department store, like yeah. a Macy's or something with like this white kid or whatever. And so I remember like he had like on a hoodie. You know how, like, kids were, like, just the hood of the hoodie? Yeah, and, like, yeah. they don't have the arms in it. So, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't see, like, his hair. So, I'm, like, playing with him or whatever. And so, at one point, like, he was, like, I didn't, he was, like, kind of close to his mom. I just remember I was playing with him. And I was, like, 
So are you a boy or a girl? Because like I can't <laughs> see your hair. And then his mom was like, "What does it look like, nigger?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh no." And I was By just, the mom. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, and so my mom, she was in there, and then all of us, like all of a sudden, I just remember us getting like us leaving, and I'm like, "Why are we leaving?" And then she's like, "We just, we just had to." And I'm just like, I didn't understand like mm-hmm. that she had probably did something, but like I was just like, "Damn!" Like it's just kind of like looking back and just seeing like, like people really don't have like experiences like that, like people. I- I feel like not everybody realizes it sometimes just because if you're some things are so normalized that like in forms of microaggressions you just might like accept it for what it is exactly and i think that's what it was because like although that is not a microaggression <laughs> yeah, no 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 i mean of, of no. course that's not a microaggression that's like straight <laughs> yeah. to the point it's like yeah. this is what you are it's like okay whoa 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 yeah but nah it's just like different experiences it's just like once you kind of think about it it's like it's kind of crazy that i have mm-hmm. to do this like it's kind of crazy how once I got my first car, my first car was, you remember my first car? Yeah. It was like a 93 yeah. uh, Grand Marquis. Like, it's like old school, yeah. like mm-hmm. box looking or whatever. <laughs> and so, like, I got it. I was excited. Like, I was about to drive to, I think it was something to do with uh, with you. And I was, uh-huh. like, driving to it or whatever. And so, like, I was in my car. My mom, I was about to pull off. And my mom comes to the driver's window. I let it down. So, she just kind of leans over. And she's like, all right. So, like, we got to have this conversation. She's like, she's like, you're like, you're like six, six, one. Mm. You, you have dreads. You're black. She's like, if you get pulled over, just, just answer the questions and everything. Just, she's like, just be safe. Yeah. And I'm just like, when you look like when she first did, I was like, yeah, mom, of course. Yeah. Like yeah. I already know this, but like when with the climbing and everything and looking back on it, it's just kind of like, damn. But like, that's sad. The like, fact that you yeah. have to have this yeah. conversation. Yeah. It's just like, yo, like you're big. You're a color that's intimidating to people. Mm-hmm. It's like the combination of all of that stuff. Like, yeah, you sh- you need to just like watch yourself. And the fact that like, because like people that know me, it's like I'm I'm far from aggressive. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> <For real? laughs> like it's just like, man, and it's the fact that I still have to like watch myself, and that like people already have like this kind of like, hey, like look up and down. You yeah. look like this. You might do something, and that's and that's the and yeah. I feel like. It's and it's an interesting thing being like you know uh, I feel like being black in a dominantly Hispanic uh, community I feel like that's a that's an interesting experience because I know from being Hispanic that in uh, in like you know I know for us it's like basically encouraged to like a never like don't bring a black woman in in the house not saying like my parents have told me that yeah, my parents really but don't. it's just what you hear yeah. but yeah. this is what i hear obviously from like standing family and all this stuff so i know that's a thing where it's like it's like they'll 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 outwardly say no i'm not racist da, da, da. but like but you can't date yeah you but can't you, date nobody in my family yeah, i'm you not can't, racist don't bring any darker kids yeah there. and then yeah. i'll be like and i'll be like but once again look at your skin <laughs> like you're not that far like you're and they're like no no that's different and but like i said it's basically like we we like for hispanics we grow up right and I'm not saying obviously this is for all cases, but I'm pretty confident that most of us have experience. We grow up, and then someone in the family is like, "Oh, like don't bring a, a black girl home." Or if, um, let's say, I, I have black friends, they'll they'll be like extra cautious about like, "Oh, make sure they don't they're not into any rooms with valuables and stuff like that." It's like talks like that, and I'm and as a kid, I'm like, "What What do you mean? Like he's not gonna mm-hmm. steal shit? Like what?" We're mm-hmm. fucking twelve, like what the yeah. fuck is it? Yeah. Um, and then also like, like especially me being uh, being now having gone through like being a substitute teacher 
and seeing like the school side of shit. Yeah. Like I see like how some you know Hispanic teachers talk about the black kids. Like when we're like we know when they're in lunch or whatever. Like we're just by ourselves. And I'm like, word. Like this is how you feel. So like like mm-hmm. the fact that like you're an educator. And you already have this like concept, like this internal bias. Yeah, yeah, this internal bias about that black kid. Mm-hmm. So, and then coincidentally, that's the same kid you always have problems with. It's like, and that's how I feel like it just adds on to that. And that's crazy because yeah. it's actually like a psychological like phenomenon thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like if you have a bias about somebody, let's say you have a positive bias about one person mm-hmm. and a negative bias about another person. Like the way they like kind of like branch into everything, it's yeah. like okay, the positive bias it ends up being true. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. Like I saw a video and it didn't like the um terms of like a coach. Yeah, and it's like okay, coach has like a positive bias about one person, has a negative bias about the one person. The person has a positive bias about he like pushes them harder. Yeah, they actually do good. Yeah, and they yeah. go further. The person has a negative bias about every time they mess up or fail, it's he's just like, like obviously that was going to happen. Yeah. So it just kind of keeps escalating until the person like eventually like quits the team. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, if you had a positive bias about everybody, yeah. or maybe no bias at all, yeah. Yeah. what would happen? <laughs> That's like one of my initial, because I don't use Facebook. I don't like Facebook. But I, I know, like, no, no, no. Yo, Facebook is wild. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. But like, I felt like I needed to post there as well yeah. because that's where we need it to be posted. Yeah, that's where you yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I initially posted after not. So I lost a couple family members as well. <laughs> this is not my aunt anymore. She, <laughs> she we ain't. She cool. is a woman. She yeah, is just she's, Linda. She's a woman. <laughs> that used to be my aunt. But yeah. um, after seeing some of the stuff that she was saying um, and how she reacted to myself when I tried to say something to her and other family members when they tried to say something to her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope you know that having a black friend or black family member does not excuse you from checking your biases. And I did a whole post about that because I'm like, I feel like that is a misconception going around that like just because you're nice to a black person or you're like family members with a black person. I can never be racist. Yeah, I can't be racist. I love her. Like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Like, and I, it's crazy. Everybody needs to check their biases. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. This is everybody. Like, you're not excluded from this conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you, everybody needs to do it because you're right. Like, it does kind of seep down into different things and it affects how, especially in educators, which is Mm -hmm. so concerning to me. Very concerning. Um, Yeah, it's huge. But just across the board, like your biases present themselves in different ways. And like, if you paid attention, you can catch them. Because it's like, why am I thinking that way about this person? Mm -hmm. Where did that stem from? Why do I have this preconceived feeling or just belief about someone? And why am I treating them different? Whatever the case, like you can check yourself... And when you actually take the extra step to like read something, listen to a podcast, <laughs> yeah. learn something new about any perspective, it can open up your mind to something that you never really thought about because a lot of people don't step outside of their own experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once you do hear something that you wouldn't have heard before, then you might be like, oh, like that sparked something in your brain. Yeah. And then you're like, well, if I would have known that, then maybe I wouldn't have thought this, yeah. whatever the case. Preach to them. but yeah check your biases no matter who you are basically is the point of what i'm saying and i have a question for you guys because you know you guys are actually uh black um how do you guys feel about because to me i there's some allyship i find kind of fishy performative yeah Yeah. Yeah. performative and i feel like overcompensating i feel like there's some people because of their white guilt Mm -hmm. they like go to which 
I feel like for the people who overcompensate, it's not really any ill intentions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the white guilt kind of like just gets to them, and then you see them like, like going out, like out, out. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gl- like, I'm glad you're doing this, but I feel like there's something like that you need to tackle within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To but yeah. Go yeah. On. Listen, dude, that was voicing Cleveland Brown. We didn't we didn't ask you to step <laughs> down, man. <bro>. Like. <laughs> Who the hell? Who, who was this? Like, hey, bro, you know what? With with the climate right now, I don't think you need to do the voice for Cleveland. No, we didn't ask you for that, bro. Yeah. Like, we weren't really checking for you like that. But we just we didn't we didn't ask you to do that. I, I also heard one of the uh, quickly. I've heard one of the founders of Reddit step down. Yeah, but he has a black. He Serena Williams. He's married to Serena, Serena Williams. Williams. Yeah, and you know has a black child. Love so for her. that, I guess I understand. It's more of like doing showing your daughter because I think mm-hmm. they have a daughter. Yeah, they have the. Daughter. the 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 right thing to do like being mm-hmm. a role model but continue yeah i mean it's just some of those a lot of stuff does feel performative like i remember i was at a protest and so i went with uh one of my professors one of my former professors from mdc and uh one of my club members or whatever so we went to a protest and everything so we had like the big like black lives matter flag yeah and everything and so we were walking or whatever and so like we were at one of the like rest points where like everybody just kind of gets around and like they talk whatever and so these these uh, these girls these white girls they come up to us and they're just like hey uh, can we take a picture with you guys oh. and in my mind I'm just like mm. but I was just like yeah you can you can take a picture with us mm-hmm. I guess yeah and then like some other people came while we were walking they're like hey guys can we just take a picture of you and I was like okay oh. I mean it's just mm-hmm. uh, like the one where they like pose with us it felt like. Okay, like, why are you doing this? Yeah, like, we're at a protest. It's not the... Yeah. Read the room. Read the room. Like, taking a picture of us, like, I don't know, maybe you're, like, like organizer or something, and you're, like, just taking pictures of the protest, but taking a picture with us just kind of felt like... That's so disgusting. Like, to me, that's so, like, uh. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like not everybody understands, like... The severity. Yeah, like, just... They don't read the room. Or, like, it's just a matter of not knowing how to navigate certain things. So that's why when I do, like, see stuff um, about, like, allyship or, like, how to be a good ally, like, what to do, what not to do, I try to share it just because, like, people are... Like, they're, like, dipping their toe in. This is, like, the first time they've (laughs) actually tried to voice their support for something like this. And they don't necessarily know how to navigate it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, my route for a lot of things was, like, I'm a share resources i'm gonna share hella resources because people like before all of this started people were not talking about things to this scale so a lot of this information is probably new to them yeah so i'm like kind of crazy for us because yeah like (laughs) that is a privilege learning about things now for the first time is such a privilege because like like you were saying like i remember the first time i was called the n-word that was not a privilege for me to not have to worry about race my whole life you know exactly yeah everybody every almost every black person i know like we can share our story of the first time we we heard that slur you know like we can share our instances of dealing with racism and all of that so it's not our we never have the opportunity to not worry about it yeah Yeah, so a hat you could just put on yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's crazy that like we have them and like as like black people it's just kind of like it happens like we don't even think to like bring it up like we're not like some of the stuff we're not even outraged by. Like, sometimes I think about some of the times when, like, I had that old car. Sometimes I'd be pulled over and, like, how they approach my car. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> when you, you think know, back was, on it, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I was doing a photo shoot and I'm surrounded in a park one time and I was like, bro, what? Like, are you? <laughs> and then I, I didn't even bring it up because I didn't think to. And the first time I brought it up to mm-hmm. my mom was in the middle of all this. And she's like, why didn't you tell me that? And I'm like, I 
Yeah. I didn't think much of it because yeah. that's the experience. Like, exactly. it's like we're just everything's so normalized for us that like it is what it is and that's what we've had to deal with so of course people are fed up and now we're talking about it and i'm glad we're talking about it here and i'm glad that people are starting conversations in their houses because we can't be the only ones talking about it like exactly it it needs to keep spreading and people actually getting more comfortable talking about race because that's the only way that things are going to actually change so like i my roommate is definitely she was like i want to go out and protest like she's already like been actively being yeah, an yeah. ally so like she just made sure to went to a protest with her yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but like even in our school like there's a class called unlearning whiteness <laughs> that's beautiful yeah and like things like that and i'm and people at school are a lot more comfortable talking about it than yeah. people back home so yeah, exactly, it's like yeah. a bigger deal of like okay we need to talk about things mm-hmm. when in reality like no like this is the reality of the society we live in we should be able to talk about it without yeah. it being such a groundbreaking thing yeah yeah surrounded though crazy oh yeah yeah yeah. like i pulled up because i was scouting for this shoot like we had the model in the car full glam like beautiful (laughs) um and my boyfriend at the time was in the car too and like that's the part that concerned me because the six foot one black man in the car as Mm -hmm. they're surrounding us is concerning um and yeah like i got out to go check out the scenery and i turn around and my car is surrounded and they're in the car and i'm like hold up hold up what's going on <laughs> like what's happening and i didn't even like i had i walked back but even me walking up to the situation yeah. is very intimidating yeah. and then like when i was talking to, um to my boyfriend about it afterwards he was like yeah like one of the cops was about to tell him to get out of the car and he was like fuck you yeah. know like and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you know what? Never mind. And all of us are like, kind of like, thank God. Because yeah. like, this could have gone so many ways. And like, there are three cop cars surrounding my exactly. car. And they're just like, oh, well, this park is known for suspicious activity. And like, I'm... and then they, <laughs> and then they were, yeah. And then they pulled, when they pulled up, I was, they ended up trying to search my car because they're mm. like, we smell weed. Mm. And I'm like, you smell weed from around the corner where you pulled up from while my windows are, were up. Nobody in this car is smoking. Like you smelled weed from over there. And that's why you're surrounding my yeah. car. Cause how did you smell that? Yeah. From around the block where yeah. you pulled out from. Exactly. It's just because like with my old car, I was driving because I used to work at a Home Depot in Kendall. So <laughs> I'm driving home from work in my car or whatever. All of a sudden I see the lights. I see the lights. All right. So I pull over. I'm pulled over. Like the lights are going. I'm like, okay, when is he going to get out? Another car comes and gets behind him. Now all of a sudden, like he gets out, he comes up to the car. And so he's and so I roll down the window. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, can you uh, let down the passenger window from my partner? And I'm like, partner? So then I look. And it's like a dude already looking in my car with like a flashlight. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I was like, all right. And they're like, hey, where are you going? I'm like, just left work, going home. And then it's like, oh, like, I mean, hey, just uh, it's, it's late. We were just like yeah. checking everything. And I'm like, Word. okay, just because of my car, but okay, whatever. And so before he leaves, he's like, you play football for... Like, UM or any team? And I'm like, no. He's like, oh, because I saw the Adidas, like, like, uh, like, 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 uh, like polo, like coat shirt type thing. Yeah. He was like, oh, I thought you played for a team. I'm like, no. He's like, all right, have a good day. And I'm just like, did he just try to flip it? Did yeah, like, he was he just like, hey, you're black, but there's nothing going on. Hey, are you a respectable black man? Like, <laughs> or are you doing, are you an athlete? No, I'm just a regular dude trying to go to work, trying to get home. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was, well, uh, yeah, I was gonna ask uh, t- with the performative aspect. I feel mm-hmm. like um, definitely watch out with like 
the some of the people some of these people organizing and leading these protests because I feel like some of those people mm-hmm. are in it for the 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 show of it like yeah. like because I've been to some protests and then one of them just felt like like a couple like not the main uh, person but like a couple of the side people I'm like I'm like you look like you're just doing this like you're just doing like yeah, what are your motivations like the quotables you get me yeah. like that and I'm like oh, this doesn't feel right. But um, but still, shout out to everyone that has been protesting or had the uh, ability to start a protest. Um, yeah, absolutely. Shout yeah, out absolutely. to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Uh, shout out to also FIU uh, mm-hmm. for uh, letting us because uh, speak on it. Because <laughs> uh, really, that FIU protest started with a um, uh, someone that I guess I consider a friend now, a Twitter friend. Uh, Guadalupe, she she was like she just tweeted she's like yo why hasn't FIU like s- said anything or let anyone and I think I went in her DMs and I was like yo like I'm four like we should like set this up and yeah it literally just started by us just wanting to do it and like like by a miracle FIU was actually letting us do this thing and then uh, that's when I brought in Kira which she ended up taking over and doing a fantastic job with it like she did a great job like mm-hmm. uh, even though like we started going on the road towards the end, but it yeah. was, it was, it was, I just wish like people stood around more for, to heal, to hear the people's stories mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Cause, um, I'm sure a lot of people wanted to share their experiences. Uh, but yeah, shout out to FIU for letting that happen. Um, and yeah, everyone, everyone else that's been doing it and also doing it the right way. Cause you can protest without like it exceeding to looting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's happened plenty of times. It happens there's, all the time, but they just so many. Yeah, but and they, those don't get yeah, yeah, exactly. those don't get the attention. But like once you start that's when the media comes in and it's like, oh yeah. like look at these kids that are but yeah, I just wanna no, just like look at these blacks looting. Just I just, get the get get the get the B roll going. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to shout them out. Um because I yeah, just for us in Miami it's a little different because I feel like uh, when the the race conversation pops up over here, like I said, in the dominant Hispanic community, it's like that's where like you see who's who's like like you know trying to like be real like yeah. white white passing Hispanic or who's really trying to be there for the cause and be there for that. And I know like, but a thing about Miami also that I've noticed, I guess from coming from somewhere else, is that. Uh, like you guys use diversity like as a bubble also to like not have the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Like you guys are like Miami. You guys are like Miami. We don't have a race problem. It's like, and then literally everyone's looking at like, are you? Like, <laughs> it's like uh-huh. it's like no. You just happen to be Cuban, and Miami's a very heavily Cuban area, mm-hmm. and exactly. so you don't experience that to the extent. But no, it's just yeah. <laughs> it's there. Trust Racism, me. Miami. No, yes, it's here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah it it uh yeah y'all just need to do better to be honest y'all yeah. just need y'all need to really to and then the people who who like like I don't know the the for me it's like the, the white passing Hispanics that are actively not for the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. but then also still had the audacity to say the N word. And do oh, all that, that stuff. Oh, that one gets me because I'm... I noticed. Let me just say, <laughs> I noticed all the people on my feed posting their selfies, like, "Oh, still going to brunch." First of yeah. all, are you kidding me? But whatever, they're like posting all this stuff, normal programming, completely ignoring anything yeah. to do with race. And I'm like, "But I've heard you say the N word." Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like I have heard it come out of your mouth. Yeah. So what? What it so, is now? <laughs> I'm. This is fascinating to me. Yeah, like fascinating. Like this, this, this moment has done a really good job. 
job of like radicalizing people. Mm-hmm. So like people are like starting to like understand like, hey, maybe I should. What is my attachment to this word? Why am I saying yeah. it if I have no attachment to this word? Yeah. But the people that are just doubling down, like I've gone from like, like my stance used to be like, okay, like I'm not gonna fight you. But if somebody's like, <laughs> hey, I'm offended, and you try to like say and you try to tell them, justify like, it. Yeah. You try to justify it. I'm not gonna stop them if they throw hands because I didn't already told you I'm not gonna stop it. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm the person that's gonna throw hands. Like yeah. don't don't say it around me. Yeah. yeah. And just, I feel like I used to just because a lot of the crowds are just like the situations I would be in. I would yeah. be the, if I'm the only black person, I know in Miami that conversation would not go well for me. Yeah, exactly. If I tried to correct it yeah. because people down here are so like, well, I grew up here. I yeah. can say what I want. Blah, exactly. blah, and I was like, I'm not about to argue with you yeah. on on all of this, but I ain't going to be mad if someone does beat your yeah. ass because of it. You exactly. know, like. It is what it is, and mm. and that's also a learning point for me. Now I also correct it because fuck that. Because because uh, <laughs> when I was setting up, uh, helping set up the the FIU protest, you know they did they did the whole Twitter like deep dive, try to do the whole mm-hmm. Twitter deep dive on me, and they saw that I I I I've used the word on Twitter mm-hmm. before, and luckily like, um, because I I was already actively trying to like take that out of my vocabulary yeah. yeah uh luckily it wasn't like i wasn't blurting it out like crazy yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. but they were like oh like are you black like why are you saying this word and then that i was like instead of me just being all defensive or saying like mm-hmm. the things you say like, like you know what? yeah you're right. uh instead of yeah saying the things like oh but i grew up oh but like i have mm-hmm. a sister that's black da, 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 da. like instead of saying all that shit i'm like no you're right like i'm never gonna be tell who am i to tell a black person oh no but i'm still use like mm-hmm. nah like you're right yeah, that's what and, people don't understand. Like, it's like think about it. It's kind of wild. Like, you just kind of like looking somebody in the face that like deals with the reality yeah. of it every day, and you just kind of like, I have the right of free speech. I can say this word. Yeah, that that like just <laughs> date in my eyes. You're just gonna say I have the right to free speech. I'm going to continue to say this word. That hurts you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, yeah, that that's and now like I'm way better with like not even saying like or having much urges to say because like I was programmed young as a kid to just think to just. Yeah, say, did you it. say it, yeah. Yeah, and not have any that, like repercussions about it or think too deeply what the word means. But now, you know, we're grown. Like, we're adults. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to grow and learn and unlearn and things. Unlearn. Yeah, exactly. unlearn is so important. And I have, like, friends and family members, like, growing up here, they did say it. Yeah. And then recently we've had conversations and they're like, no, like, I understand that I shouldn't have been doing that all along. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and acknowledging that and moving forward, that is what this is about. Yeah, like, exactly. You're taking accountability for whatever you have yeah. done or said or whatever, and now you're trying to be better, and that's what I feel like this should be about yeah. instead of taking it as like a personal attack on your character. Which is weird at the time. <laughs> yeah, when, when people get called out, I feel like they take it so personally. They take it personally like it's yeah. like, oh, you're saying I'm a bad person. You're, I'm like, no, I'm saying like you didn't know better then, but now you know better. But now you have a, so a caring gonna friend that's gonna tell yeah. you you've been doing like yeah. you've been doing. Like I'm not here to shit on you. Yeah. Like I'm only yeah. gonna shit on you if you keep doing it. But yeah. what does get me <laughs> is the people that when you address something to them and then they immediately go on defense mode and they're like, oh, but. I'm nice to black people or whatever the hell they want to say. Like for, I've had some very interesting replies, but I'm just like when, and one of them ended up popping off. Like the one that was like, oh, I don't appreciate her tone. I was like, oh no, you about to get this tone even stronger. Okay, no name. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, just because like I said whatever I had to say, and the response was like, "You don't know me. I've been an ally." Blah blah blah. All this stuff, and I'm like, "You obviously have it." I'm yeah. like, you know, well, if a black person is telling you that what you're saying is harmful right yeah. now, and your your response is no, but I'm an ally. Like right in this moment, you are not being an ally, and I'm trying to like yeah. draw your attention. That's a to complete that contradiction. And do better, or like the people. I've had a lot of interesting excuses for why people do what they do, or like yeah. some of them were like saying that people this whole movement is so divisive and i'm like honestly divisive <laughs> yeah no, no no i'm like the post that initially had my like uh -huh. had me to respond was the divisive yeah. part of the whole interaction exactly i'm like pe people calling out the injustice in this country is not divisive it's trying to actually yeah. unify us to then so nobody deals with it yeah no, uh, uh, yeah. a truck just passed yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that whole conversation ended with like, well, I'm just trying to be obedient to God. And that's why I'm not <laughs> speaking on anything. And I was like, like, that was literally the excuse. And I was just like, I'm done with this conversation because I'm not going to get through to this person. And they're so stuck in their ways and they're using yeah. that to shield them from doing anything or speaking like yeah. I have no words. That is, yeah, that is... No, no, no. I was flabbergasted in this whole interaction. <laughs> and I was like, no you know words. what? So I learned very quickly over the summer that, like, there are some people that deserve your time and energy. And there are some, some people that don't. don't. And that yeah. from that interaction, I'm like, this person is not even trying to listen to anything. Yeah. So I'm not wasting my breath. Other people, I'm like, yeah, I took an African-American history course. Like, basically, my, like, coursework was a guide from post-emancipation on. And I have, I saved, I went back, I think, like, within the first two weeks of everything yeah. happening. And it was, like, so intense. And I went back and I saved every resource that I they had yeah. available in that class. And people who are actually trying to learn, I'm like, bro, I got you. Like, like I've been sending stuff mm -hmm. like here, like just for different references for you to start. Mm -hmm. And then if like you can go from there, like I'm not going to sit here and teach you it all myself. Exactly. Yeah. I'll give you the resources to do some learning yeah. and then we can sit and have a yeah. conversation when we're both at a similar level. Like you have an understanding yeah. of what's going on because yeah. a lot of people don't have an understanding of like, because their reality is so different. Exactly. So yeah. I'm just like, people need to actually be open and don't take criticism as a personal attack yeah. because that's why we're not, we're not getting anywhere yeah. if that happens. Yeah. Like I know there are some places where like white people just have no interaction with black people and stuff. Like mm -hmm. I know that for a fact, but at that point, why are you still internalizing things? Like if you've never met somebody, like it make more sense to like take the stories of like actual people. Yeah. Yeah. And internalize that, but instead you'd rather internalize rumors and stereotypes. Yeah, and the I've, media. I've realized that people really take they they like to tone police you, mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm I'm talking about things, but I'm not saying it nice enough for you to actually want to absorb it. And I'm like I feel like I. I'm not even aggressive about yeah. things. I'm just honest yeah. about it. Do you like want I'm me to be aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm authentic about it. I'm not gonna censor myself to make you more comfortable yeah. because like this is actually our reality. Yeah. Like yeah, I shouldn't exactly. have to censor my experience because it it makes you feel uncomfortable. Like that's on you. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like yeah, that whole like mm, maybe if you just talked about it, and, like that whole like yeah. Honestly, to me, like. Uh, and this is probably gonna sound horrible, but like the 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 tone of like a uh, uh, just uh, older Caucasian female scares me more than anything. The Karen tone. <laughs> yeah, the, the Karen, Karen tone. tone. The Karen tone yeah. scares me more than anything. And the scary part is the fact that the Karen tone, like 
the most terrifying thing about it is that it's gonna be taken with full like yeah. authority, yeah. Yeah. like in believability. Yeah. That's the most. That's the scariest yeah. part of it. Like the videos of like they're they're being caught like completely bullshit, completely crying. Like, yeah, yeah. crying. Yeah. Meanwhile, homie's not even touching them. It's yeah. like, oh my god, he's dead, and it's. Ooh, that, yeah, nah. Weaponizing their whiteness, not it. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, I, yeah, that white fragility too in Karens, I've noticed just from like. Also, I've gotten a lot of friends and people that like to screenshot and send me some of their conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see all of that yeah. because it is not like it makes me more aware of how yeah. many people have such like disgusting mindsets basically and i don't need that reminder all the time but i believe you and keep having those conversations but don't send it to me i believed you before i saw it yeah i (laughs) believe you you didn't have to convince me that hard i didn't know all the details but just from people sharing their interactions with karens i'm more aware of how strong that white fragility is because like some people can't even say privilege you know yeah like they literally it's like yeah Yeah. they're like like, how do i have privilege it's like yeah. Just, just by living honestly <laughs> yeah but like everybody has some level of privilege yeah, so it's exactly. not ne- necessarily a negative thing like it's just like you can use it for a positive reason yeah. but you're choosing not to like I just I don't get why people I don't know people are just so defensive and like I literally conversations have ended just by the use of the word privilege and I'm like okay we need to get past this yeah. point if we're gonna get anywhere exactly. but um with the time winding down, I feel like what? Yeah, it was it was a great conversation, and we can't go on for like yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even like feel this. like we like even got to the yeah, like, we like yeah. But trust me, this is gonna be something that's that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna be brought up again and again uh, mm-hmm. throughout because I this is definitely not over, and I'm glad that we are staying consistent with it. Yeah, uh, Miami, we have to do a little better, but across the nation, uh, yeah. it, they're they're still fighting hard, uh, but. I'm just gonna. I, I don't know. We could all like give off a like a, a something to end it off with. I'm okay. gonna go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hispanic community, we have to um, just do better. Just understand that you're also a minority. You're also being. They they don't care about you like you think they do. Like to be honest, they like no matter if you have the whitest skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. Like I promise you. That shit only works here in Miami. Go out, go outside. Just go out, just leave the state. Because exactly, yeah. a lot of you have just stayed here and think, oh, this is this this reality is cool. And it is cool for you. It's set up for you like that mm-hmm. here in Miami. But please just um listen and try to like Anastasia has said multiple times, unlearn a lot of things our, our parents and grandparents have taught us and families. So yeah, just please just take more responsibility with that. Damn. <laughs> yeah, trash cans. Cause we're taking Oof. up the trash on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I feel like I should just say it's a movement, not a moment, and consistency is key. Like mm-hmm. I know I had to kind of adjust how I approach things because the way that I started responding and doing things wasn't necessarily sustainable for me and my mental health mm-hmm. because this affects everybody's mental health in different ways. Yeah. But um, everybody has their lane, so find your lane, like. And just keep contributing because this is going to be going on for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Dear white people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, man, it's just as you pay attention to the movement and become more radicalized and everything, you see all of these different things. And it's just, 
it's okay if you don't understand the black experience, but there's no way to see, there's no way to not see that throughout the history of this, like this entire land, this like, it's been permeated in like this white supremacy, like blanket for whiteness, like culture. You know, we aren't taught about Tulsa. A lot of people learned about Tulsa from Watchmen on HBO, which is crazy. A lot of people don't know as far as like that black people did have the right to vote after the emancipation and everything, but with Jim Crow and like with like the South kind of leaving the free slaves to their own devices and the KKK and mm -hmm. everything, we kind of lost it again. And then, because how do we, how were we able to vote back then and then had to fight for the right to vote again in the 1960s? Exactly. Like mm -hmm. this entire time. And with redlining and all these other things, voter, it's just, voter suppression voter is still suppression happening. Is still Very happening. much happening. Very much happening. So it's just, I understand that it's hard to kind of like view yourself as the bad guy, which is not what we're doing. We're just trying to just kind of get rid of all this repressive and all of these like horrible laws and practices that we have in the country. So this this movement isn't an attack on anyone. Rather, it's more of a just us making this country a better place for everyone, because if we stick with the ideas of our founding fathers. <laughs> a lot of y'all, a lot of you white people still won't be able to vote because only White people with land could have the right to vote. Poor white whites, men. white oh, yeah. men with land. There we go. Yeah. So a lot of poor white men did not have the right to vote. So hey, you're fighting for these rights that were made by people that weren't thinking about you. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody do better. We got it. Yeah. I believe in the human race. All right. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening, and thank you Anastasia for dropping by. Um, Give her some applause. I want to clap on the mic. Let's go. Um, yeah, this was a great experience. I'm glad that we're back to doing this. I'm excited uh, for us to be, you know, a consistent voice in the community. Um, yeah, and this is this we, this wasn't our just like token podcast conversation that we just didn't do once and just like all right, we did it. So no, it's gonna be brought up again. Um, but obviously, when we have the appropriate thoughts, because you know sometimes we can't just come out here and just like. Like, just go off the top because then some things might be misinterpreted. Like, I promise you when we have our, you know, thoughts together and we have, you know, just everything, it feels right, then we're going to come back on here and do it again. Uh, because, yeah. Also, one last thing. If you don't support Black Lives Matter, you can stop listening to that. <laughs> oh, they, they, they hey, hey, yeah, listen. Yeah. On Twitter, I here. am at the landlord. Do unfollow me. Block me, please. <laughs> Please. Uh, so yeah, if 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 you're not down with any of that, just don't ever listen to us again. If you even got this far and thought, oh, this is gonna be this one episode and not gonna <laughs> listen to, no, we're gonna keep on doing this. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, goodbye. We don't need you. Uh, <sighs> but thank you to everyone that um, has been actively keeping track of us and what we're uh, what we've been trying to do. We appreciate it. Thank you so we, much. Yeah, we appreciate it a lot. Um, it just shows how much, like you know, like this means uh to us and for you guys and how much like it's just a lot of love it's a lot i, I appreciate it's all love. it yeah it's all love. um stasia please give us them give us oh, some social media yeah social media please oh, come um, on man you've been getting out the insight and everything i know people are gonna be like damn she's smart <laughs> <laughs> okay well my instagram is anastasia jewel murphy um it's gonna be spelled out somewhere we'll put it out there but <laughs> and then my twitter is anastasia underscore jewel yes and that's me Yes, sir. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next episode. Next episode, which is a great thing to say. It um, feels good. Hyped. Uh, thank you again for coming. Goodbye, and then song. <laughs> <laughs>